Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Kinda Funny Games Daily for Tuesday, April 4th, 2023. I'm one of your hosts, Greg Miller, alongside Forbes 30 Under 30, a.k.a. Leftover Poppy, a.k.a. The OK Beast Blessing, Eddie Oye Jr. Good morning, Greg. Good morning. How are you? I'm doing excellent, Greg. Yeah. I'm doing excellent. Excellent. That's I, a step up from usual. What's going on? This, this cinema is happening. Oh, you know, like, a couple weeks ago, I saw John Wick 4 yep. last You're night. You're still riding that high. I'm still riding. Oh, 1,000%. I'm still riding the John Wick 4 high. Yeah. Uh, last night, got to see the Mario movie. Today, woke up to new trailers for both uh, Barbie and Blue for Across the Spider-Verse. Oh, and yeah, sure, yesterday yeah. had Blue Beetle. Yeah. And I'm so excited for movies this year. Yeah. Like, I had a great time with movies last year. But this year, there's something different in the water. I, feel I like. have not had the chance to watch the Across the Spider-Verse. Is Shirtless Spider-Man in it? I've also not had a chance oh, to okay, watch okay, the new. Okay. Yeah. Are we doing reacts? Should we not watch it at this I'd, point, probably? I, I mean, I would be down to do reacts. Barrett, put in the slack. Nobody watched the dumb thing till the thing happens with the react stuff. Yeah, because that'd be a fun one. I, it, it's, it's funny. I, I didn't have time to like watch all the stuff because I was doing KHD. Yeah. But I got to work this morning, and I was like, all right, I got time for one trailer. And it was the Barbie trailer. Barbie trailer. So I had to watch the Barbie trailer. How was that? That was fantastic. Yeah. Um, they have a lot of people in that one. Like they they announced more of the casting, and John Cena's in it. Michael Sarah's in it. Issa Rae is in it as as President Barbie. She was in it. Uh, yeah, Samuel Liu's in it. Like they have such a stacked cast for it, and the like up until now, I've been wondering what the direction was going to be in terms of like. You know, how bright is it going to be? What are the colors like? Like, what, what What the fuck is this movie going to be? Like, every every single piece of detail and news that we've gotten about the Barbie movie up until now has been, wow, it looks like they're nailing this thing in a, in a, in a well, way that is, this is thing? different <laughs> and, like, aesthetically weird. Yeah. And you watch the trailer, and it's different and aesthetically weird. And I'm all about it. Like, I and, like, Margo, not, not to mention Margot Robbie and Ryan Gosling. Like, I'm yeah, all about yeah. this movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, you're doing a low-key Chico cosplay for Metal Gear, which I appreciate. Like somebody, Barry, can you bring up Chico? Am I, I'm doing a Chico look on Yeah, you got the headphones hanging Oh, out. I didn't even notice I had the headphones. Yeah. But uh, really quick, I'll say you skipped over the most important uh, movie news this morning. What's that? Oh, yeah, that's a good point. Shrek 5 is an early pack. Accidentally in love. Accidentally in love. Greg, you strike me as a Shrek person. Come on. I've seen the first one. Only the first one? Yeah. Wow. No. Yeah. If you do Shrek and review, would you be down to watch the rest? <sighs> no? <laughs> Have you seen the Puss in Boots movie? No. Oh, it's so good. Bless you, you didn't need to understand how little I enjoy watching things in general. Oh. You know what I mean? Like, I really like playing games. So anytime I'm watching something, it's just the look of the clock, uh, unless it's really good, mm-hmm. unless it's a great wrestling documentary, how long until I can go play video games? You know? I'm, sure there's, I'm sure there's wrestling somewhere in these Shrek movies. Oh, yeah. No, there, there legitimately is. They have a ring, I think, in the first one where they do some stuff yeah. and they do some moves or whatever. Oh, yeah. 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 Mass more. Watch I mean, I enjoyed Shrek yeah. fine. You know, it's just, no. As a kid, five like, <laughs> movies. You understand? You said Shrek five, and, and there there's a Puss in Boots, and there's another. And Puss in Boots. There's two yeah, Puss in Boots. There's two Puss in Boots. The last Puss in Boots is like. You know, I gotta go see excellent. seven movies, fourteen hours. Seven excellent movies. These aren't Lord of the Rings, nah, right? These, these aren't like second movie. I'll show up for Shrek. Shrek's my boy. Shrek one and two, fantastic films. 
There's three know. Puss in Boots. Somebody in chat says the three, but I've only seen the last one, if I'm being honest. I didn't see the the other Puss in Boots movies. I couldn't be bothered. Sure. And honestly, I've only watched until Shrek 3. I don't think I've seen beyond Shrek 3. But like, you Shrek 1, you. fucking great movie. Shrek 2, great movie. The last Puss in Boots, great movie. I'm sure if you watch the rest, they'll be just as good. I mean, they might be. I don't, you know. I, I feel like you should do it. I don't I feel, feel like, like I should. It. Yeah, again, keep in mind, every time I reason. sign up for an in review, I eventually am like, why the fuck did I do this? Oh, yeah. God, I shouldn't have done this. <laughs> X-Men, what a mistake. Oh, my <laughs> you know, God. Fast and Furious, I was in the theater so pissed off with the last one. So are you why not, the fuck am I here? Are you not feeling the cinema hype? I feel like oh, between oh, last God, year no, and no, not at really? All. No, no. Wow. Yeah. What's, what's your excitement level for Mario? Oh, no. Wow. Thanks. It looks cute. I would love to watch it at home or on the back of a Virgin America airplane seat, but... What about Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning? Does that I do remember I haven't seen a Mission Impossible, period. Really? And then once they did the thing where they wouldn't let Henry Cavill shave his mustache to go do the Justice League reshoots, I said, I have to protest this the rest of my life. Wow, you really just hate movies. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. Even like I, even the Blue Beetle thing I watched yesterday, I'm like, how are we at a point where sometimes green screen, so good, and sometimes mm. green screen, I'm like, this is awful. You know what I mean? I understand COVID and everything else you had to overcome for this movie. But yeah. I was, wait, are you, you're complaining about the green screen in, in Blue Beetle. Just specific, I watched it on my phone last night, so I haven't given it the full treatment. Gotcha. But there was one scene in particular where he's talking with like palm trees behind him. I was like, shit. So as a DC fan, are you, are you excited for Blue Beetle? No, fuck no. Really? Yeah. Wow. What has DC done for me lately? <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> you know, oh, the, man, you know what I love? I love the fucking Trinity. I love Batman, Wonder Woman, and Superman. They're like, well, we'll fuck all of that into the ground. And then you're going to get uh, two Suicide Squad movies, a Peacemaker show, the Blue Beetle. Say, you, did you like John Cena's Peacemaker? I did like Peacemaker. Yeah, exactly. I did like Peacemaker. I'm not saying like there's not things to enjoy. Birds of Prey was good. Yeah. Birds of Prey, I enjoy watching. But like you know, inevitably when I'm watching these, I'm like, ah, oh, man, I wish this was a Superman flick. Shazam, Wonder Woman shows up. and they, ah, oh, fuck. Why wasn't this a goddamn Wonder Woman movie? You know, mm. come on. And of course, then none of this matters, or some of it matters. Who knows where we're going in the future? As somebody, I'm somebody who hates most of the the DCEU. Yeah. Blue Beetle looks fantastic. I'm all I'm all in. On I'm not Blue saying it looks bad. I'm just like, yeah. yeah. But you just you just don't care about. Blue it's Beetle's just like character. the amount of t- effort it takes to get to the movie theaters. And I'm not even saying you know I'm not doing the woe is me parent thing, even though that is a part of it, right? Mm. But it is like just even before it's just like, all right, well, I gotta go do this thing. Well, you gonna know, I feel that. I'd rather just be at home again, just day and day digital. We had them on the ropes, everybody. You know, COVID. I think we can all agree, not the best thing. You know what I mean? Mm. But there were some good parts to it. And it was watching these movie theaters. These movie theaters be like, I don't know what the fuck we're going to do. Start putting things out day and day digital. I'm like, yes, I will pay you the $25 to watch at home. Thank you. But then like the whole And then they're like, we'll rip this away. And not only will we rip this away, we will kidnap Nicole Kidman. And we will fucking torture this woman until she sits there and says to you, you need to do this. Whenever Nicole Kidman pops up on the screen, now I've started to do like a salute. Like it's the Pledge Pledge of Allegiance. Like I think I might start standing up in theaters whenever she pops up. Because I get so because I'm so scary. I know, and I like had to obey. <laughs> she's so she convincing. Looks directly into your soul at the end. I hate it. Oh man, she's the best. She's the best, Barrett. Uh, Aro in the chat there was talking about Greg's just a grumpy old man. No, I've been this way the whole time. No, yeah, I, I trust me. I'm fine. I'm good. You yeah. know what I mean? I mean, like, here's another crazy thing, and it's also just like, you know, there's a million things going on. You know, and again, life in general, but I'll chalk some of it up to being a parent, but I've talked about it, like how much, you know, my time is budgeted and where I have to go and I just want to play games and shit. Like, I still haven't seen Ant-Man. Now, granted, no one walked out of Ant-Man going, Greg, you got to go see Ant-Man. Yeah, that's but funny. until Tim's like, yo, you got to review Ant-Man, I'm, I, I'm just holding out hope I can get to the Disney Plus version. Just get me to Disney If you Plus. want a replacement on MCU and review, I'm down to come No, no, no. I don't need to replace spot. I love you. To, we should add like, you. Guys, you come guys messed up stuff. the Black Panther rank, ranking oh, here. Ever since then, I've had... Uh, 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 was it called Iron to, to, to 
You've had an axe to grind. Axe to grind. I was going to say an iron, iron in the fire. An iron in the an fire. Axe to grind. An axe, I've had yeah. an axe to grind with the, in review, with the in review. Yeah. Yeah. Put me in there. Re- let me replace somebody. I was talking about this on Greg Wave, of course, a show you can get patreon.com slash kind of funny where I do a Greg Wave vlog each and every day. I didn't do one yesterday, but I think we can all admit I was on three fucking shows after landing coming back from LA. So you, today you'll get a double one. It'll be fine. Uh, but I was, somebody's like, what about Superman? You know, how are you enjoying Superman and Lois, right? Mm-hmm. Our friend, of course, Bitsy. Uh, she's Lois. She was on. We have cool friends, all this stuff. Even I, uh, and it's a good show. I like that version of Superman and Lois and everything. I haven't been able to keep up with that. Mm. Like you know what I mean? Like it's a big deal for me. Like I like having my Sunday destination HBO show. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Guess what? Last of Us, Secession, going to be eight episodes and I'm done. Superman and Lois is like what? Twenty episodes or something? Or with season? It's like all right. Let me tell you about the show called Ted Lasso. No, it'll no, change your life. No, I tried that. Didn't like that. What? Didn't like what? that. Wow. Way over. Wow. Way over. Wow. Jen and I both tried that. We got through two or three episodes. Like, oh, we're good. What? It's fine. I am speechless. Oh, you know what? This doesn't surprise me, Bless. You want to know why? Why? Because Ted Lasso is just a live action anime, sports anime. You know. Fair enough. And Greg doesn't like anime. He doesn't respect it. I I can see where you're coming from. Well, I also don't know if I'll, I if I uh, Ted Lasso is so wholesome in ways that anime is don't anime doesn't even get to that like it's hard for me to imagine anybody watching Ted Lasso. Two Ted Lasso is anime as fuck. Right? The, the, okay, that's fair. Actually, yeah, no, the ending is it's almost weirdly anime. Yeah. <laughs> the ending is season two, but up until then, the like the show is so it. wholesome. It's so fun. It's so positive. I feel anime. like a better person after watching Ted Lasso. You know? I'm already a great person, so I don't need to. I mean, that's a fair you know point. I mean? you, know, you, know, you know what I watched last night? What's that? I watched three episodes of the latest season of Family Guy. Oh, how they I, I started. I started. I was missing Family Guy. I'm sure, like, I love Family. I've not seen a Family Guy in a long time. <laughs> Years. Yeah, like I, maybe a I see a lot of TikToks of it. You know what I mean? It is still good. Like I, I, I'm. I think at a certain point I grew out of it because yeah. I loved Family Guy all throughout high school, and then I think getting into college. I just started, I, I didn't appreciate it as much. I was just like, okay, yeah, it's, it's not funny anymore. And I sure. fell off of it real hard. And watching these episodes, I'm like, this latest season, I would say, is probably as good as the stuff back in the day. Like, this is, this is good content. I don't know, maybe they got better. Maybe it got bad and then got good. I don't know what the timeline is on that. But, yeah, no, the new Family Guy stuff is, is, is great. Especially if you're in, it's still the same kind of humor. It's still the same. You can kind of predict what the jokes are because it is going to be weird-ass references, and then the cutaway, and the, yeah, the thing. Yeah, and the thing. Know, like, family guy's gonna be And it's gonna be so self-referential, and it's like, oh, yeah, this joke took us. To, it's like, okay, we understand that you guys, a comedy show that's self-aware, but yeah. it's funny. It's still good. Great. I still appreciate that's it. That's good. I still like, I, when the TikTok clips come through, I'm like, that's how I consume most media now. TikTok. You know what I, it's the same thing. Guess who's a big Modern Family fan? Greg mm-hmm. Miller. How many episodes of Modern Family have I watched? Zero. I just catch oh the TikTok God. clips, and I'm like, this show is fucking hilarious. I get that. Now, would I ever stop my life to go watch this, to sit on the couch and do nothing but watch? No, I'm good. Thank you very much. I get all I need of their shenanigans on my phone. I'm like, this is a great-ass show. This is a good TikTok show. See, Quibi ahead of its time. I mean, you're not wrong, I guess. Not Quibi should have just bought the rights to Modern Family and broken it it's up. It's the same way that there's this podcast, and I could not tell you the name of this podcast, but I'm such a big fan of this podcast, even though I'm not listening to one episode because of all the TikTok clips. Sure. It's two dudes. It might be called The Cave oh. or like oh. the... Ba- oh, Two Bears, One Cave. Bert Kreischer and the comedian? No. Okay. Uh, oh, fuck. Let me look. I'll have to look up Bert No, it's not Bert Kreischer. It's not him. It's not him. No. Okay, okay. Um, it's like two younger dudes. A podcast, um, but outside? No. Because um, I I like to I like a podcast, but outside from TikTok, and then I made the jump to listening to them in my car. I mean, you know, it worked, worked we out? also just recently talked about on the Next Gen Podcast fake podcasts, 
Are you sure? Yeah, I'm pretty no, I'm pretty sure this is a real one because there's so much content. Yeah, Jen showed me one of her favorite fake podcasts last night on TikTok. These two women who were just talking about whatever. It was funny as hell. Hell yeah, two women they're just talking about whatever. Well, I mean, like there was the one the you know it's they're manufacturing a fake podcast right for TikTok clips. And it was this one that escalated to them talking about being in investments. But then it, as it goes on, it clearly becomes more and more about Monopoly. And then one of them has the monocle in and the mustache and the hat. And then it kept escalating. They're talking about greenhouses and, uh, that's you know, the best. Red that's Hotel. the best. These two dudes that I'm talking about, they have Drake and Josh vibes. I don't know if that's going to give it away for people in chat if you know what I'm talking about. But um, they've also, like, they've done bits about, like, usually one of the guys says something batshit insane. And the other guy is like, do you understand what you're saying? Like, do you understand? It ha- they have those kind of vibes. The basement yard. I think okay. it's the basement yard. Okay. Yeah, they're, I mean, they're that, all saying uh, What you just described sounded like any conversation with between Mike. Mike and yeah. Andy. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Oh, they have those vibes. Great conversation between Mike and Andy on the Kind of Funny podcast. Of course, you can get that right now where we talk about all our WrestleMania stories over on YouTube.com slash Kind of Funny. Podcast services around the globe, but more importantly, Patreon.com slash Kind of Funny where you could get it ad-free just like you get this show ad-free. Speaking of all that, let's talk about Asus. Asus? Asus? Asus. Asus. A-S-U-S. We're going we're gonna to commit to... Asus. Asus. Asus? I'll say Asus. We watched the de- we, I, b- before we went live thinking we wouldn't spend 13 minutes talking about nonsense. Mm-hmm. We watched an interview. And they said I, Asus, right? I can't remember what they said. Oh, they said Asus. Asus? Yeah. We're saying Asus, everybody. If we're wrong, Asus hit us up. Talking about Asus. Revealing a new Steam Deck competitor, PlayStation adding new accessibility options and more because this is kind of funny games daily. Of course. This is us each and every weekday running you through the nerdy video game news need know about. If you like that, of course, you should watch us record the show live on twitch.tv slash kindoffunnygames and youtube.com slash kindoffunnygames. If you're watching live, you have a special job. Keep us honest by going to kindoffunny.com slash you're wrong and tell us what we screw up as we screw it up. That way, we can set the record straight for everybody watching later on youtube.com slash kindoffunnygames and, of course, listening on podcast services around the globe each and every weekday. Of course, plenty of ways to support us. If you want to go to patreon.com slash kindoffunny and kick us a few bucks, you can get every episode of Kind of Funny Games Daily ad-free. You can watch us record the other podcasts live in a day early. And, of course, you can get dozens and dozens of exclusive episodes of content all on patreon.com slash kindoffunny. You want to go that extra mile when you're on the Epic Game Store? Use the creator code kindoffunny. Or, of course, when you're checking out in Fortnite, playing something in Rocket League, wherever you can put in the Epic Store code kindoffunny. Please do. It means a lot to us. Then like, subscribe, and share for the show. Housekeeping, a brand new Kind of Funny podcast is up and all about our stories from WrestleMania. You can listen to me, Tim, Andy, and Mike talk about all the backstage shenanigans, who we met, and even Mike confessing to forging in a WrestleMania all-access pass for day two. Maybe not what I would have said on the show, but he did, and it's out there now, and we're fine. Uh, You can get that at YouTube.com slash Kind of Funny Podcast Services around the globe under the Kind of Funny Podcast moniker. Over on Patreon, April's premium collector's item is by Pink Spider Felix on Twitter. Uh, you can enter the Spider-Verse, kind of. You can grab this month's premium item over on Patreon. If you're an audio listener and can't see the tweet, of course, you can go anytime to kindoffunny.com slash premium. That'll take you to show the premium item. Uh, you can see it here, though. It is, of course, shirtless Spider-Man, shirtless, Spider, uh, shirtless Miles Morales, and then a whole bunch of different Spider-Men and women that are inspired in some way by Kind of Funny, which is interesting because I know, we, you know me and Bless take photos of shirtless Spider-Man and shirtless Miles Morales, but I don't feel like why do we need you know Joey's there? It's like well, okay, I get it, I guess. You want to you want to get everybody again, involved. It's, it's Joey as uh, I forget which spider uh, person that is. Yeah, is that Silk or Madam Web? I'm not even yeah, sure. Yeah, um, Madam Web, I think Madam Web. That's just not in our universe. It's not on our Earth, right, Greg? You know. 
Sure, I get that, but it's yeah. like one of those things if you look through, then you're like, okay, there's you know Nick, and you can see the Kevin, you can see the cool Greg. It's just like, well, where's the Greg in, in Blessing yeah. representation? I do wish I was included in this, but yeah, this is know, really we're cool. not in this. Oh, you I see, see what I say? I you're see. taking two very yeah. real Spider-Man and putting them in with a bunch of phonies, but I guess we'll get our just do another time. Yeah. Uh, thank you to our Patreon producers, Tripod Plus Plus, Delaney Twining. Today, we're brought to you by Shady Rays and Evil Dead Rise, but we'll tell you about that later. For now, let's begin the show with what is and forever will be the Rupert Report. Time for some news. Six items on the Roper Report. A baker's dozen. Number one, Asus reveals its own Steam Deck competitor. This is Christina Alexander at IGN.com. Asus is developing its very first gaming handheld PC, the ROG Ally. Now, again, we'll stop right here. Is it ROG or ROG? It's all caps, so it's got to be ROG, right? Uh yes, R O G. Are they yelling wrong? And it's like it's an acronym. It stands for Rise Up Gamers. Oh, okay, that's not true. <laughs> I was gonna, wait, what are they, <laughs> like Rise Out Gamers, uh, a right? Republic you know of Gamers is what I think it is. All right, well, yeah, it, I, it's called the the R O G Ally, but I do like the Raj, so I'm gonna call it the Raj the rest <laughs> well, of the way. You have to yell it every time you say it. The Raj Ally. Oh, let me try again. I'm sorry. Asus is developing its very first gaming handheld PC, the Raj Ally, to compete with the Steam Deck. Although the company released the, tra the trailer of the PC gaming handheld on April Fool's Day over the weekend, the PC gaming handheld is the real deal, and you can register to pre-order it from Best Buy. According to Asus, the Ally runs on Windows 11 and carries a customized APU developed by Asus and AMD to make it the fastest APU to optimize gameplay performance on the go. It also has dual fans that keep the handheld cool while running a graphically demanding game as quietly as possible. To further confirm that the ally is a reality, or going to be, YouTuber Dave2D released a preview video where he took a deep dive into the specs, uh, though not deep enough to give away the frame rate. The ally has a 7-inch screen, just like the Steam Deck, but has a resolution of 1080p instead of 800p, and the, <coughs> and the display performance goes up to 120Hz. The volume for its fan is 20 dB, that's decibels, right? Uh, on load, 17 decibels, there it is, lower than the Steam Deck, which runs uh, the fans at 37 decibels. There's no word on when pre-orders for the Ro Raj Ally will go live. Now, this is my first time looking at it. I didn't get to watch the trailer, so I'm sorry that I had to read through all that. How do you feel about how it looks? Sexy little handheld so far. Yeah. I like how it looks. Uh, like... It, it almost gives more of a not a high tech. I guess it has. It's more designed, is what I'll say. Right? Like I think it is going for kind of a sexy, sleek uh, look a bit. Even though it 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 has that, but it also leans into. Damn! Look at the fucking. This HDMI is a PC device. Yeah. But yeah, it looks cool. Like I'm, I'm all about it. I'm all about it. Also, just for the idea of um, putting out more competitors. 100 percent. Deck. 100. Um, Steam Deck know. definitely. I mean, I love my Steam Deck, and it's definitely found, you know, a, a market for it. How big is that market remains to be seen. But yeah. as we were just talking about right on Games Daily recently, or maybe Games Cast, we were talking. Oh, first off, fuck that, that guy who act like he forgot he had it in his pocket. <laughs> <laughs> his jacket's all being weighed down once. Oh, I have this thing I can play. Uh, it is the idea that I hope more people come to this. We talked about, oh man, it'd be great if PlayStation went to this. Yeah. Even before, even after we had our conversation, I'm sure before and after, uh, you know, there's been conversations like, yeah, PSVR 2 is fine, but what if they would have gone and made a, a handheld, handheld PS5? What if they were trying to unify their systems that way? Like, that is the dream in a lot of ways, right? Like for me, you know, going to Mania this weekend, I did have that moment of like, do I want my Switch? Do I want my Steam Deck? And I was like, honestly, I want my PS5. I'd like to play more WWE 2K23 on the road for it or whatever. Uh, 
but I can't do that, obviously. So I tossed the switch in there and didn't even touch it, of course. But <laughs> yeah. tossed my backbone in there. I didn't touch that either. I didn't play anything, but it doesn't matter. It is the idea of like having that stuff on the go is great. And so, yeah, having more competitors to it. But the big question is, Bless, mm-hmm. this is a market improvement, it would seem, over the Steam Deck in some ways, right? We'll see overall, blah, blah, blah. How much do you think this is going to cost? I mean, it can't cost that much more than the Steam Deck. I think that's a big thing. The Steam Deck is so... Um, the Steam Deck is already expensive, but for what you're getting with the Steam Deck, I think the convenience of having the Steam integration already there, having the power to be able to run games like Sekiro or run games like Elden Ring and all these big AAA games, right? Very convenient. Yeah. The um, the ability to bring in mods or bring in, um, like, um, whatchamacallit, emulation and diff- different factors like that, I think that's a big thing, too, that works really well with the, with, with the Steam Deck. Um, I think the big thing is, if this is going to cost more than the Steam Deck, are the improvements worth it, right? You're talking about 100, 120 hertz, which is nice. You're talking about 1080p over 800p, but I think when you're when you're looking at a screen that is small, right, a screen that is a handheld, yeah. how much of a factor does that become? Do people want to pay the extra pi- uh, price for that little bit of extra resolution? You know, I think that's a big thing. And then, yeah, like the, um, things like the the fan um, the fan volume, right? Like, is that a thing that 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 is a big factor for people? Because for me, I know that was a thing that I noticed when I first got the Steam Deck. Of wow, this fan is really loud. Yeah. After a while, I've forgotten about that, right? Like when I play my Steam Deck now, I honestly don't really care about the fan that much. And you know, that I don't is either personally. That's me personally, and maybe that that's going to change from person to person. But are these factors going to be big enough for wherever this comes price wise? If this comes down at a 500 600 i think that does become a a, a bit uh, that's a that's a comp- competitive price if this comes in at 800 900 a thousand dollars then i think you're not going, going to be able to, to to get the audience who want because i think people look at that look at the steam deck and go oh i'm just going to get the steam deck instead especially if you're talking about possibly down the road more improvements and revisions to the steam deck what sure. does the steam deck 2 look like uh when does the steam deck 2 come right what does that come with do we get an oled screen do we get more power um i there, there's a lot of factors out there that could create an environment in which this isn't able to perform as much as it needs to to really um you know stay and be successful in the space but again i like that the handheld space is opening up again Uh, for a while there it felt like handheld gaming was a thing of the past mobile gaming came through the veto well that's the best part right it's like yeah handheld dedicated handheld gaming is the thing of the past yes it seems yeah what do people want we want to just take our experiences with us on the go you want your switch the switch was such an amazing idea. A great job on Nintendo for making it happen. You know, it's your console, it's your handheld, they're one thing. And so, that, again, that is the leg up to Steam if you want to go play your games on your PC, right? Of having the machine that can run at home with the highest specs and then put it on the go or just have it on the go like I use it or however it's going to be. Yeah, so I, I love where we've gotten in the last, let's say, five years, right? Ever since the launch of the Switch and then the Steam Deck and then seeing even Logitech try their thing with their cloud device that I don't think is taking off, but... I like to see people people trying, market, and, I, yeah. and, I, and I like seeing different companies enter the market with different ideas. And so I, ho- I hope we're able to see more successful handhelds, because the more we see that, then I think the closer we get to PlayStation being like, yo, what if we did this instead? Like, what if we put out I, a yeah, handheld? I mean, you have to imagine PlayStation's watching it. They understand the success of the PlayStation 5 is having, and that at some point, like just where we always talk about when you put out the PlayStation Pro, you're getting people who already own a PlayStation 5 to buy another PlayStation 5, which, of course, then increases the sales of the PlayStation 5, and you get closer and closer to the, it's the craziest number of all time for PlayStation. That same argument is made to the handheld, right? Yeah. And so the, the real, not even problem, the real equation you get down to is when the PlayStation 5 can be that small, when it can be that cost effective, and if it's not too late in the generation. It's one of those things, of course, remember, like, you know, as a Sega kid, the Sega Nomad eventually came around, right, where I could plug my Genesis games into the Sega Nomad and play it on the go. But the problem was at that point, I was, I was already moving away from the Genesis, right? Like, mm. we were so late in that life cycle that it wasn't super appealing to me. 
And that's where you'd get here, I think, in a lot of ways if PlayStation was to do it. Now, of course, the argument for both PlayStation and Xbox, I think, to doing this, to investing in this, to having a risk and having another SKU and having all this stuff is, well, we're going to keep doubling down on cloud gaming. We're going to keep doubling yeah. down on streaming. Because, again, I tossed my Switch in my bag and I my, tossed my Backbone controller in my bag with the thought being that if I am bored and actually have downtime at the hotel, slap the controller on and play uh, remote play for my PlayStation 5, which, again can be hit or miss, especially with you know different Wi-Fis and speeds and yada, yada, yada. But at home, I adore it. I've played at, at hotels and been shocked at how good it does play, actually, that, you know, being a remote play back home to that. So there are those arguments, but that doesn't help me on a plane. That doesn't, and even, even still, like, for all of us that are, I would say, snobby to some degree about their experiences, right? Any bit of lag, any bit of whatever, of just, it ruins the experience. You don't want it. Yeah, and I think that's where you see Logitech's thing not um, taking off in the ways in the way that they probably want it, right? Whereas something like this, I think, poses more promise. I'm very, I'm very curious to see who else tries to enter the space. Like I tried to look up just now to see if um, Epic ha had anything because I think if you're talking about people who could pose a threat, I think what you would need are. You, you I, I think you need some kind of ex exclusivity or some kind of special something to offer your audience to make them go, oh, maybe I'll go here instead of here. So if Epic were to enter, enter the space and let's say they were able to have the Epic Game Store and the, I, you need to build a lot of things on top of it because I think the Epic Game Store right now still still needs a bit more to, to even be a straight up Steam competitor. But if you're able to have that, able to have the Epic goodness, right? Maybe maybe have like Fort, Fortnite run off, uh, run off of it easily. Um, and if you're able to provide more options there, I think that could be cool. And then, yeah, to your point about PlayStation and Xbox and what their thing would be, I, I think cloud would be a would probably be the strong um, bullet point there that they would want to make. But I still also think that they would need to make a piece of hardware that could run PS5 games natively or Xbox Series X games natively. And to do that, the a handheld would ha would be so expensive, right? Like it's, it's hard for me to, to think of a PlayStation. Let's say PlayStation Vita 2 that can play PS5 games natively, that would be under like $900, exactly. $1,000. That's, that's the whole thing about it. And again, like as we continue to escalate with Wi-Fi speeds and abilities that way, it, are, is it something you're hanging on to that hopefully in 5, 10 years won't be as big of an issue? Yeah. I'd be Definitely. curious to see. Like, I'm in, I would be curious to see a handheld. Like, let's say if Epic launched a handheld, if they could then partner with Xbox to have Game Pass on their native and see sure. if that is a big or the big selling point there, right? I think those are the kind of deals you would need to make in order to make something that is competitive in the space. And again, I, I want to see that. I, I want to see people come through and, and, and make handheld gaming more competitive because I want bigger and better hardware. Warhawk says, God, I hope Xbox and PlayStation don't get in the handheld market. It would be such a waste of focus and resources. You're not wrong necessarily. You know what I mean? In terms of it, it's more about like if you could do it and boil it down and make it easy. And again, to get into the handheld market, as we're talking about here, we're not talking about a PlayStation Vita 2. Mm -hmm. We're talking about a PlayStation 5 portable. We're yeah. talking about taking your experience already and do it. You, but you, I do hear you. you have to do it in a way. And where I would much rather have them investing their time and money in that than PlayStation VR 2. Yeah. Yeah. And, I, and you'd have to do it in a way where you're not creating exclusive playstation studio 100 percent. we're not doing like that hey shit. we're not having insomniac making a handheld only game no you have to find a yep. way to make spider-man 2 playable on that and thing. again it's it's like steam deck right where it's like cool we're bringing the resolution down we're doing this thing there's a whole bunch of there are this is in the same way i i here's what i would say so clear clear the mechanism of everything we're talking about yeah i think what was it Two hundred sixty thousand or 200 uh, playstation vr 2 headsets Two hundred fifty thousand. Yeah, right there I think if you were to, in the same amount of time, if they had released a PlayStation 5 portable, they would have sold more of that than PlayStation VR 2. 
I think that that's a way more enticing proposition, and it is enticing to the hardcore gamer in a, in a way, right? Where I think, so is PlayStation VR 2, but that's enticing to a hardcore gamer who's also interested in VR. Mm-hmm. Whereas I think if you're like, guess what? We're making a portable PlayStation, PlayStation 5 that is expensive and won't run your games at high resolution and yada, yada, yada. I still think you'd see a huge pickup from our segment. And I mean that everybody listening to this show, maybe not you listener right now, but I do think you would see so many of our friends that we see obsessed with tech and obsessed with their stuff get into that. Do you think they would be able to do that at, let's say if it came out at a thousand dollars, right? Yeah. It's the PS5 portable. It came out at a thousand dollars. Do you think it still outsells the uh, no. VR2? No, probably not. I think right. that's the big challenge. Yeah, 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 exactly. And like, I think if you're not doing that, then you're doing a, cl- a cloud, a cloud handheld system, which comes with its own issues and problems. It's a, it, it's a weird space. I think if they were able to somehow put out a handheld that was six hundred dollars, right? And and like they put that out instead of PSVRT, then for sure that out outsells. But I think you're talking about power and cost and like where those two things of course and, and, yeah, yeah. and balance. And again, that's why like it's not happening, right? The PlayStation Five is still humongous. <laughs> when will it shrink down? Who knows? But we'll find out if it ever gets there and where it's ever going with that. Uh, before we get out of here, uh, kindoffunny.com/slash wrong, of course, to correct us as we go. Uh, new AJ says says. Tarage someone in British slang means to insert something into their anal cavity. Well, that's great. In the United States of America, when we say Raj, we're thinking of what's happening, the classic American sitcom, all right, with reruns. So I don't want to hear your shit. We don't care. You guys what? came over here, and you <laughs> gave us the English language, and we've improved it, all right? You're old, man. What was that reference? <laughs> what's happening? I'm glad you're with me, Bear. Wee, I, like, wee, 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 wee. I thought we were joking on Raj Former over, yeah, over in I the... I thought that's where he was going to go. That's who he's named after. I thought we were trying to scare... Okay, Raj is not named after some sitcom character you just made up. You don't think he's named after... Raj from What's Happening. You know his full name is Roger. <laughs> well, so is Raj. Roger's full name is Roger. Oh. Him and Rerun are always hanging out with Dwayne. It's a great show. You should all go watch him. I Wait, digress. is this... I can't tell if this is a bit or not. Have you talked to Roger? Is he actually named after that character? No, I just assume. Oh, who else okay. would name your kid Roger? Uh, that's fair. That's a good point. You know I mean? Point. If you're not a What's <laughs> Happening fan... And I think the timeline... Yeah, first episode aired in 1976. So that... Yeah, that, t- that time's out. And don't forget, then there was what's happening now, which, of course, I only ever watched this in syndication as a child. So I'm not 100% sure how big of the gap was between what's happening, what's happening now, because they were older and what's happening now. But like, there's a lot of what's happening content out there that you can find out about. I don't at know the very least, go watch the opening. Oh, at the very part. least, go watch the opening to what's happening. I don't. I, I like. I don't know if this is a real sitcom. It is, <laughs> or if you're like no, on. No, it sounds real enough. He just made a reference to something that only Nick in the. Office oh, he's right. He's out. right. It has yeah. two exclamation points in the title. Oh, what a cast. Greg, you want to learn how we uh, say this company's name? There's no way this does not get us playing. Oh, no, no. But I, this is a jam, though. Okay, I'm going to start talking. Right. This, yeah, we're done. We're, done. we're stopping. We're stopping. Go watch what's happening. <laughs> People in the chat, bless it, doesn't know what's happening. Learn yourself some <laughs> stuff. And then, yeah, of course, another you're wrong we got was, of course, from the one, the only, Radic from CD Projekt, mm-hmm. who sent us in this one, says, required watching here, the official Asus North American YouTube channel offers a handy video on how to pronounce the company's name. Let's check it. Well, it's me. We can't hear here, it. So that's not helpful for me. It's pronounced play on. All right, <laughs> Here's what I'm always going to say. If you're going to make the company name, and then have to make videos or like, you know, how much I love pot cheese pizza. Mm-hmm. You have to write it on the box. Yeah. For us. Maybe we should go back to the drawing board on what we're naming it. I 1000%. This will never. Also, happen. this would be a great April Fool's from Radic if it was just a muted video. 
Oh, that'd be fantastic. He like made the video himself. <laughs> 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 Called up his cousin, was like, "Hey, dude, let's do a thing for me real quick." Barry, you let us know when you have it running. We're gonna move on to number <laughs> two. Raj and Fat Albert have the same catchphrase. Hey, hey, hey! Is that true? It's Does true. Raj say That's hey? True. That's so good. Yeah, yeah. That's Raj so very skinny though. Okay. Okay. Uh, number two, and I think I honestly think too. There's a Family Guy bit about what's happening. <laughs> I'm thinking. Uh, number two, accessibility tags roll out this week on PlayStation. We go to the PlayStation blog. Uh, as we strive to make gaming more accessible for all players, today we're excited to announce that accessibility tags are rolling out globally this week on PlayStation Store on the PlayStation 5 console. Accessibility tags allow game developers to provide detailed insights on accessibility features supported in their games. As you browse various game hubs on the PlayStation Store game hubs, as you browse various game hubs on PlayStation Store game hubs on PlayStation 5, all right. You'll see a list of accessibility features by pressing the triangle button if you have the game, if the game you select supports accessibility tags. Uh, these can range from visual and audio accessibility settings uh, to dual sense options, uh, difficulty settings, and online communication features like chat transcription. Here's a sampling of the more than 50 accessibility tags available for game developers to choose from across six categories. Visual accessibility features such as clear text, uh, large text, color alternatives, audio cues, and directional audio indicators. Audio features such as volume controls, mono audio, screen reader, and visual cue alternatives. Subtitle and caption options including subtitle size, clear captions, and large captions. Control options including button remapping, thumbstick sensitivity, and ability to play without button holds, rapid button presses, or motion control. Gameplay options, such as difficulty settings, skippable puzzles, simplified quick time events and game speed, online communication options, such as uh, text or uh, voice chat transcription and ping communication. Accessibility uh, tags on PlayStation Store for PlayStation 5 will gradually release for players this week. That's awesome. Fantastic. Yeah. Of course, yeah, I mean, we read through all that because it's important. I don't think, yeah, we have much to add. It's a, a, a great feature. This is back to... Oh, man, I'd rather see them invest their time in a portable than a PSVR 2. I'd rather see them invest their time into this than cards or fucking yeah, accolades or all this other stuff. Like, I understand that that's an easier bullet point for what PlayStation 5 is doing and why it's different than PlayStation 4 and yada, yada, yada. This is more important, I yeah. think, for making the store a better place and a more accommodating place. For sure, right? And I think it also speaks to accessibility being such a wide-ranging thing where, you know, like... I look at something like the sub subtitle options, and if I see that on the store page, I'm like, oh, cool. I can, like, change the size or change the clearness of the captions and all yeah, that yeah. stuff. Even that, like, you know, we in, in games that we've played, we go into the menus. I know for you with trophy hunting, it is if I can clear out the color of things that are non-interactable sure. so I can get all these collectibles faster, then that even, that even helps us versus somebody who might need to change control options or need to change visual options and all these things. Um, you know, I, this takes me back to, uh, I think it was Steve Saylor who's talked about this in, in the past where um, he would hit us up during or after preview events and be like, hey, did you check out these things in the menu? Like, right. they include these things because for people that need um, accessibility options, oftentimes beforehand, that stuff not being available, it means that oh you man, I need a I need a rent or I need a wait for people to talk about it or I need to find the game on Game Pass and you know I, I have to test the waters before I know if I can even play this uh, play this game. Yeah, that stuff being available in the store page and just with a click of a button and like having that list of things that the game does to make it accessible that's huge. That means you're saving money. That means you're saving time. That means that you're able to go to a, go to a game directly and go oh I can play this and and, and that's such a big thing. Also incredible to see uh, developers and publishers understanding that from the preview and review uh, stance, right? Because of course Steve went to the Star Wars preview uh, that Barrett went to that we have the game cast up for and he got to publish 
publish his preview that of course is anchored in accessibility it's yeah. not just another preview that you can get and hear different opinions about it. it is also that and then of course this whole thing of you know a push for accessibility is great for people who need the options but then it's also great for everyone to benefit from those options like you're talking exactly. about collectibles like so many people talk about with their eye like snow Mike mike who refuses to wear glasses but still tries to put subtitles on like there's so many different things in there yeah. that everybody can like use difficulty help. settings right yeah. like that's a thing that is universally applicable if you're somebody who does not feel if you're somebody who you know the reason why you don't get into souls games or seafood or whatever right is because of how brutal those games are if you're on the store perusing and you're like oh i want to check out this game and you don't know that that game doesn't offer difficulty settings and it's a fucking hard game yeah you spend 30 bucks on it and play it and you're like damn like i can't play this thing you know you just wasted your time and money totally. um and so yeah these are things that are that are great for everybody but also especially great for people that can benefit off of more of these features barrett can we find and see the asus video from radic all right we're gonna try this again asus asus everybody Once again, asus. <laughs> asus thank you asus we got it we'll never make that mistake again I probably I think we won't. got it right. We did. Well, we yeah, yeah we, we the interview got it right, mm -hmm. then we got back to it, and then we used it, but just to put a pin in it yeah. to finish it off. Asus. Asus. There you go, everybody. Well, sorry. In the Twitch chat, Rayman1090 says, I don't believe her. Shit. <laughs> we can never win. We can uh, never fake win. News, fake news over oh, here. Man. Uh speaking of news, Greg Way, breaking news. Miyamoto is teasing future Mario news. Uh, blessing, while we've been live, you threw this tweet in there. Uh, it has a video, Barrett, if you want to play it. It says, this is Stealth40K over on Twitter who breaks out this Variety video. Miyamoto, Miyamoto told Variety to stay tuned to future Nintendo Directs for news on new Mario games. It's a 15-second video? Yeah. Can we look at that, Barrett? Yeah. Bear, I, I added it to the doc only recently, so there you go. See, he's on it. Oh, he says we want That's why they call him B-roll Barrett Courtney. Well, all I can say is, please stay tuned for future Nintendo Directs. And he looks off camera to make sure PR doesn't get him. Not that they could. Miyamoto's untouchable. Uh, so there you go. Somebody tackle Miyamoto. <laughs> you can't now, say that, Miyamoto. My question does, does that excite you? Uh, the chat is fucking popping off. But yeah. it's like, does that excite you? Oh, like, 1,000%. I mean, like, don't we always? I mean, it's a, it's, it's a all, given. Yeah. It's a given, but it still excites me. I think the fact that Miyamoto says the words, like, look forward to future Directs, means that it's coming sooner than later. Yeah. Like this isn't a thing that we have to wait for uh, four years for or three years for. Look at Kevin Thank coming you, through with the coffee. Thank you, baby. Salute. Smells like he's going to caffeinate me. That'll do it. Oh, trust yeah. me. Do you think he put poison in there? No, never. Now, do I, I think Kevin him. might have put a little bit of poison in it? And then oh, I'll put a little bit make... more and a little bit more. Oh, Kevin, yeah. Ke if Kevin's ever going to do stronger. anything to me with poison, it's going to be to make me stronger and vulnerable to poison, which I appreciate. This is awesome. I'm so I'm so excited for. Don't get me wrong. Mario. I want more Mario. I love a good Mario game. Mario Galaxy was game of the year that year, and it was uh, destroyed by some stupid game. Mm. You know what I mean? Uh, I want more. I want a Galaxy Two. I'd love to see a new take on 2D. Whatever that kind of stuff. You know, I'm down for more Mario. This makes. But me I don't want to. I do not want to look at this and go. Every Nintendo Direct now, I got to sit there and watch Tim Which, get crushed. And I think I think Miyamoto and his people know that. And this makes uh. me think that. This makes me think that in the, in the next year we're going to get a new Mario announced. Maybe this so. is me being hopeful. I mean, they definitely should based on the fact that they have a, the, a hit movie coming out. Yeah, and also the, for the fact that everyone that, from Kind of Funny who went to see it stayed awake through. For the, yeah, every single person stayed awake through Mario. Um, but yeah, like, it's, been, it's also been a while since Mario. And every year we get some form of new Mario, whether it be mainline, whether it be Mario Party, Mario Tennis, a sports game, whatever, yeah. right? Like, we're getting Mario stuff announced 
and released every single year. See, Jared Meyer nails it. Will there ever be a new God of War? Well, make sure you stay tuned to State of Play, future State of Place. But like you know, like I feel like we know how PR works, right? And we know we know how press works, and sure. we know if. But you know how the loose cannon known as Miyamoto works. Uh, do we know him as a loose cannon? Nah, he's not. He's very. Yeah, that's my thing. Is like he's, I, he's pretty tight-lipped, and he's pretty. I think he's pretty on point in terms of knowing what he should say and what he shouldn't say. I'm going to go as far as to say that I think we see a new Mario game announced this year. I think that is, I think the smartest thing to um, to do would be to do that coming off of a Mario movie that's probably going to be right? very successful if you can come around during either E3 time or sometime during the uh, summer. SGF time. I'm oh, sorry, if you can come through during Jeff's time and possibly announce a new Mario game there and get people hyped, right? Like, you want to ride that wave. Right now, the wave the wave is, is flowing high. You just had a theme park um, go up, right? You just had a, yeah, you had a theme park that you were, you're able to expose to the world, right? And everybody's loving it and having a fantastic time. You got a movie that's about to blow up, that's about to take over the world. You want to announce a new Mario game uh, sooner than later. You I do. I think it's going to happen. Okay. Do you, do you think, now, do you think it'll happen or will it happen with the announcement of Switch 2 or whatever the hell it's going to be? That's a really good question. See, uh, really that's good all question. I got. All I got is good questions. Really good question. I don't know. If I'm being honest, I just don't know. Okay, I, I, I think it could, it could go either way. Um, if the Switch 2 is coming sooner than later, then yeah. I think if it's coming with the Switch 2, you would want to announce it alongside a Switch 2. Okay. Um, which makes me think that maybe not. <laughs> makes me think that like maybe it doesn't. Maybe maybe we get a Switch Two version later, right? Or maybe it's not like prioritized as an exclusive launch title. Maybe it's a Breath of the Wild situation where it launches on both. Um, I I my my question more so is: Is it going to be two D or three D? <laughs> That's the thing I care about more. Because I Tim want has some weird like. Uh, he really wants two D. Yeah, but he has style. a whole he, thing. Yeah, he gets yeah. into this like string theory of how they switch off and do this whole thing and what it would be. Yeah. But also, Tim is known for his conspiracy theories. And he's also just Everybody tired wrong. of the, the new Super Mario Brothers art style, which is fair. Yeah, We've had it since the Wii or whatever. Yeah, understandable. He's an exhausted man that loves it. Raj Former in the chat, who's named after Raj from uh, What's Happening, says, 2D, not for me. Wow. Hey, I, hey, hey. I, if it's another uh, new Super Mario Brothers style title, I'm kind of with them. I'm like, I like those titles, but... I don't need any more. We've gotten the peak of those. I don't I don't need any more of that. Give me either a new art style, like Tim's talking about. What I want more so, though, is you mentioned Mario Galaxy 3 or whatever. I want Mario Odyssey 2. That's what I meant. Chat corrected me. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, I would, <laughs> love, I would love a Mario Odyssey 2 because I think there's so much left to explore in that world, right? There's so many things that were teased. If you look at that map, there's like an area that like looks like it could be sunshine. And like, I think there, are, I, I, I think you can explore that world more. People love that game. I think that game sure. spoke to a, a lot of what people have wanted out of a new 3D Mario for a long time. So yeah, give me, a, give me another one of those, especially if it's going to be on the Switch still. Uh, yeah, I, I think another one of those would work. Well, I'll give you another one of those, but I'll also give you the information about Patreon.com slash Kind of Funny. Over on Patreon.com slash Kind of Funny, you can get each and every episode of Kind of Funny Games Daily ad-free. You can watch all our other podcasts live as we record them a day before they come out anywhere else. And, of course, you can get dozens and dozens of exclusive shows like Kind of Feudy, Greg Way, and, of course, The Shit List, all on Patreon.com slash Kind of Funny. But guess what, Jack? You're not listening to patreon.com slash kind of funny. And I know that sometimes Tim freaks out about curse words being close to the ads. Yeah. And I realized I just read your show that has a curse in the title. So I'm stalling a bit while I come out here. And while I do that, of course, I'll also remind you that it turns out what's happening originally ran 1976 to 1979. What's happening now, 85 to 88. So there was a good amount oh. of time in there where they came oh. back. More like what's happening then. Well, now it is, yeah. yeah. They need to bring it back now. Ladies and gentlemen, here's a word from our sponsor. 
Shout out to Evil Dead Rise for sponsoring this episode. You can get your tickets now to see Evil Dead Rise in theaters April 21st. People are saying this movie is absolutely terrifying, and I personally can't wait to see it in a theater because there's, there's, you know, few things in life are as special as watching a real scary horror movie surrounded by people freaking out with you. Uh, moving the action out of the woods and into the city, Evil Dead Rise tells a twisted tale of two estranged sisters played by Sullivan and Sutherland, whose reunion is cut short by the rise of flesh possessing demons, if I had a nickel, thrusting them into a primal battle for survival as they face the most nightmarish version of family imaginable. Uh, New Line Cinema and Renaissance Pictures present a return to the iconic horror franchise, and we are hitting entirely new levels of fear here with this one. I don't know if you've seen the trailers for this, but wow, you definitely should. You look like you need a little bit of fear in your life. And then you can go to EvilDeadRiseMovie.com to get your tickets now to see Evil Dead Rise in theaters April 21st. Shout out to Shady Rays for sponsoring this episode. Do you want to look as cool as I look? Yes, you do. And you can. You can take on the sun with gear built to last. Our friends at Shady Rays have you covered for the warm weather ahead with premium polarized shades at an unbeatable price. Shady Rays is an independent sunglasses company that offers a world-class product that's just as good as any expensive pair that I've ever worn in my life. Every pair of sunglasses is backed by lost and broken replacements. If you lose or break your pair, even on day one, they told us they will send you a brand new pair, no questions asked. You can wear your Shady Rays with confidence because they have your back long after you purchase. Exclusively for you listeners, Shady Rays is giving out their best deal of the season. You can go to ShadyRays.com and use the code kind of funny you can get 50 percent off two plus pairs of polarized sunglasses you can try for yourself the shades that are rated five stars by over 250,000 people promo code kind of funny at shadyrace.com if you're an athlete you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down after all a team is only as good as its weakest link so you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field that's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Doink, doink. Number three on the Roper Report, Devolver Digital acquires Doinksoft. This is Justin Carter at Game Developer. Devolver Digital has made another developer acquisition, this time for Doinksoft. The publisher made the announcement on Twitter, and this marks its first acquisition of 2023. In a separate video of its own, Doinksoft referred to itself as, quote, now Devolver's problem, end quote. Awesome. Founded in 2019, Doinksoft is best known for the 2019 game Gato Robato. Since then, it and Devolver have had a good working relationship as they partnered again on 2022's physical-only game, Demon Throttle, and are due to repeat with Gunbrella later this year. Let's, Let's go. go. Are you kidding me? Uh, 
since its inception in 2009, Devolver, ha Devolver has grown into a larger publisher publishing space for indie developers. In 2022, this is awesome. Yeah, right. Sorry, I'll full <laughs> stop. I'm in the middle of it. I threw it up. The tweet is, today in a historic announcement, we are excited to announce that the world-renowned franchise and talented people, uh, franchises and talented people at Doinksoft will be joining Team Devolver. And it's a photo of Doink Devolver plus Doinksoft, and then it's Gato Roboto's key art, Demon Throttle's key art, Gunbrella's key art, and Red Dead Redemption 2's key art. <laughs> That's like, so funny. Fuck yeah. Like, you know, Devolver has such an identity, you know what I mean? And just leans into it and never stops. And uh, Doinksoft, we talked to them. Yeah, you were with us for the Gunbrella uh, demo. Yeah. We talked to them at... Uh, GDC and hung out with them. They're just cool, cool people, the ones we hung out with. Anyway, though, let me finish the article. Since its inception in 2009, Devolver has grown into a larger publishing space for indie developers. In 2020, it made its first acquisition with Serious Sam developer uh, Crow Team, followed by publisher Good Shepherd Entertainment the following year. In 2021, Devolver, Devolver acquired indie studios uh, Nuriel? Uh, of the Rain series, Firefly Studios, the Stronghold series, and Dodge Roll, Enter the Dungeon. Gungeon, sorry. Do Enter the Gungeon. Another great game and another great developer. Hell yeah, I'm all about this. 100%. Yeah. You know, I mean, this is always what we're talking about of like indie development is hard. Uh, obviously, that's why you see people making the Game Pass deals, the PlayStation Plus deals, uh, getting acquired deals. And I think Doinksoft is a great fit for Devolver and everything they do. And Devolver seems like such a great publisher to work with. Yeah, I played Gato Roboto back when it dropped uh, on Switch in uh, what 2019? Yeah, 2019. Uh, and I had such fun with it. And it is the prototypical Devolver-style game where... It's weird, it's indie, but also it speaks to a lot of my personal taste, right? Where it's like, it's fun to control, fun action type gameplay. It's, it's Metroidvania as well, right? But it's also short and bite-sized and, re and really charming. Um, Devolver really knows how to, Devolver really has a really good eye for games, right? Yeah, like they, they know do, how to pick sure. them. It, it's kind of what we talk about when we talk about the different, a lot of different indie publishers, I think, have their own identity. When we talk about Annapurna games, we know what we're talking about. Yeah. When we talk about Devolver games, you know what we're talking about, right? And the Devolver red. stuff, red, is <laughs> basically bright red and violent and bloody. Um, and that's the stuff that speaks to me. And so, yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that's what I fucking love. <laughs> and that's what I love. Um, I played the demo for Gunbrella when it dropped um, on Steam quite a few months ago. And I uh, really enjoyed it. Like, I, it's, it's a demo that was so good that once I played... Around 20 minutes, I put it down. And I was like, I'll play the rest when the game comes out. I don't, I don't want to spoil this for myself. And even watching, uh, I think it was Tim playing it at the Nintendo yeah. thing, uh, the event we went to. Uh, like, it, it was a reminder of, oh yeah, this looks really good. This looks really fun. Like the the premise is really unique. And yeah, again, the, the way the game controls and the animation is so uh, Devolver, but also it's very Doinksoft. And Doinksoft, as a developer themselves, have found their own niche that they're really good at and which is impressive for being founded in 2019 yeah and so good on you congratulations all parties involved congratulations everybody number four on the rope report pokemon stadium comes to nintendo switch Let's online go. next week this is ryan dinsdale at ign.com pokemon studio pokemon studio pokemon stadium well it's the thing kevin came in i think during commercial break and said is the coffee too strong mm. and i was like a little bit but it's good but yeah. you could hear my voice speeding up and my heart oh, rate increasing because yeah. oh, i'm feeling yeah. the fucking power <laughs> right now how many scoops you put in kevin double it let's go <laughs> Pokemon Stadium will be the latest N64 game released for Nintendo Switch Online when it launches on April 12th. The classic game will also have online multiplayer functionality for the first time, letting players battle their teams of Kanto Pokemon with their friends over the internet. 
Alongside its multiplayer modes, Pokemon Stadium has a single-player section where players can take on four elite tournaments or head back to the red and blue days to challenge Kanto's best trainers and gym leader castle. Finding success in both these modes will then unlock an ultimate challenge. A couple thoughts. One, this is incredible. I'm very happy. Pokemon Stadium, or Pokemon Stadium, fucking one of my favorite games on the N64. It was my, I want to say my first Pokemon game. Yeah, I'm going to say it was my first Pokemon game, if I remember correctly. Um, I like I played the hell, hell out of this game while I was also watching the anime uh, at the same time as a yeah. kid. And so it was so fun watching the anime and being like, oh, I know that that um, I know that Pokemon from the game, right? And having immediate access to play as that Pokemon. That was such a special thing for me. Um, but yeah, absolutely love uh, love this game. The Nintendo, whenever they're putting out like the games that have multiplayer for Nintendo Switch Online, it, um, especially with the N64 game, games, they always tout a bullet point being online multiplayer functionality that stuff's always garbage it's always like it's it's so laggy and it's basically the same as like if you if you if you're using um fuck what's it what's the application on p you wouldn't know this the pc application or you might know this where you can like remote in and play people use it for google desktop google google screen share uh, like uh, publishers have been using this for like preview events at least they were during the um um I think I might have it on my the desktop. The chat's going to have it in two seconds. Parsec. 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 Yeah. It's basically the same as like parseking into somebody else's Switch, and you're like, all right, cool. This is going to be laggy as hell. Yeah, and like, sure. this, it's, it's not true online matchmaking, right? It's like just this feature that they've added blanket to all the multiplayer games that sure. is, uh, is not great. That said, I could see it working pretty fine for Pokemon battles because there's no like, you're not. It's turn based. It's turn based, right? There's not like Twitch movement. And so I could actually see myself using it for that and having a good time. Um, that also said, one of the best things about Pokemon Stadium is the mini games, right? Online multiplayer, probably not great for that, but I'm so happy to have access to that because if I have friends over, um, Pokemon Stadium mini games were some of the was some of the most fun I think you could have with four player um, uh, multiplayer on the N64. Uh, it was such a it's such a good time. That one cat with glasses was hitting the other cats in the head with little mallets. Exactly. <laughs> I forget was that the Eevee mini game. I forget what, what mini game. I, I didn't see when you brought it up, uh, Barrett. But yeah, like all the mini games in there are really fun. My big request. Oh no, it's Clefairy. He, you, call, he called them little cats. Yeah, the cat with glasses hitting the cats with the mouse. Maybe it's because I've seen Clefairy too much. I don't see. I don't see the cat features they're talking. Ah, about. look at the ears and then the, the ears? four legs. Yeah, I get the ears and then the little I cat mean, face. The, I mean, listen, these are all mutants. These are all fucking mutants. You wouldn't pick up in the goddamn shelter. I'll tell you that right I now. I would for sure pick up Clefairy. No, you, this, this this hairless is, cat. This hairless. No, it has hair. Cat. It's the graphics. It has hair. Sure doesn't look like it. <laughs> Looks like a little fleshy meatball right there. It kind of does, yeah. Yeah, the NC4 graphics aren't doing this much justice. Uh, you might if, like if half rat- of these Pokemon came to life, shelters across the country would be up in their euthanasia bills by <laughs> fucking millions of dollars. Oh, no, not Because no one's picking these things <laughs> not, up. Not Clefairy, no. No. <laughs> Give me Pokemon Stadium 2. That's my request. Okay, maybe you will. Maybe they will. I hope so. I mean, maybe it seems will. like we're going to get it at some point. The good news is, of course, that yesterday we talked about Nintendo and DNA launching their joint venture Nintendo system. So I'm sure that'll improve the stability of dialing each other's switches. In it the won't. Future. It will no, not. It won't do that? Huh. It, okay. won't, it won't. Number five. Naughty Dog is prioritizing The Last of Us PC fixes over Steam Deck compatibility. This is Chris Scullion at VGC. Naughty Dog has said it's prioritizing fixes for the PC version of The Last of Us Part 1 over any plans to get it running better on Steam Deck. 
A new Twitter thread from the official Naughty Dog accounts re- uh, Naughty Dog account reads, quote, a reminder that we will have a new hot fix live for The Last of Us Part 1 on PC Tuesday and a patch on Friday. We will share patch notes when the hot fix is live and let you know some of what to expect in Friday's patch ahead of its launch. It then adds, and... While we know many of you would like to play The Last of Us Part 1 on Steam Deck, we are prioritizing fixes and patches before submitting it for verification. We will keep you updated on the Steam Deck status as we continue to improve the PC version, end quote. Now, this is where it's a bridge too far, mm-hmm. okay? Last week, I was very vocal. Very. You got what you fucking deserve, PC players. All right, PC gamers, you could have played on your PlayStation or your PlayStation 5 at any time you wanted. You could have gone and played Last of Us Part 1. You waited, you waited, you waited, you got it. Guess what? Here's your lollipop. You're a sucker. Now, when they come for the Steam Deck, though, that's when I got a problem as a Steam Deck player. Mm-hmm. All right? You know, PC gamers, get fucked. PC uh, Steam Deck players, hold on a second. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, they're one and the same. Not even, are they not really? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. one of us is cool and, like, takes our PC gaming on the road. The other PC gamer going to their little dark hole. They go, oh, I want to play this thing right there, right? I mean, Time passes outside. Nobody knows what's happening outside. outside. If right. this gets clipped out, blur my face, Roger. I don't want them to know. At the end of it, like, it's day three without a shower. Should I shower? No. They go climb into their little twin mattress bed. You know, I've, see, I've seen what they sheets. say in your, in, in your replies. I don't want this smoke. Take my face off screen, Bear. I'm not uh, here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hide it, my face. Blessing writes all my dialogue, so you know how it is. That's what it is. Yeah, this, this is freestyle. Show is scripted. This is all improv, this show. You only add the new stories. No, no, we'll go back to it and we'll be fine. But yeah, it's like, you know, we do what you got to do. You fucking, <laughs> you, you, people bought this game, now fix it. <laughs> you know what I mean? It sucks that we're still, yeah. in this, we're still in this part of the video game development cycle of got to get it out, get it out. Fuck. All right, cool. We didn't see this coming. We didn't do it. I wonder how long it'll be until it's fixed. It still is like, again, and I'm not even making excuses, of course, a percentage of it. And there is the, mm-hmm. well, it runs on fine on this PC, not that PC and yada, da, 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 da. Like, I... I wonder really how bad it is. I'm glad that, of course, they're trying to fix it. Of course, it sucks that anybody can't play the game they paid for, or it looks like garbage when they play it. Yeah, can you get this? Can you get Last of Part 1 on the the GOG store? GOG is the one that's like owned by CD Projekt, yeah. right? If you can, chat, this is a kind of funny.com slash you're wrong. It would be hilarious if GOG was like, Oh, we gotta get this off the store. This shit isn't running. Like, take it off the take off. <laughs> <laughs> take off Last of Us Part One off the store. I sincerely doubt it's up there, but that would be hilarious. that would be fucking hilarious. What a great one, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, fix it. I, I I dream of a world where games coming to PC just automatically worked on Steam Deck. Like, the game game comes to Steam. And that was something we didn't talk about. When we were talking about the other handheld of like. Again, there might I I what I read about the new handheld from Asus mm-hmm. uh, is the first I heard about it, and I watched a little bit of the trailer. Did they talk about Steam compatibility? Did they talk like no? W- one of the things I love about Steam and the Steam Deck is, oh, this game's on Steam and it's uh, and I want to play it on my Steam Deck. Going there and see is it you know Steam Deck compatible? Is it you know is it verified or is it just got the little exclamation or the red thing? And it's like I like that idea. For me, going into a different handheld for PC gaming and then being like, well, wait, does this? Yeah, having I can't even it trust. Out. I can't trust the Steam Deck compatibility with it or yada yada yada. Yeah. Uh, Bander S N says, "Oh my God, it is on Gog." <laughs> I'm going to tweet at Gog. Be like, "Hey guys, I have an idea. <laughs> if you want to get back at PlayStation now, people of course are understandably dunking on me. Of course, like uh, Solpistus. I don't know how you pronounce your name. Lol, it's a Windows machine. Dot dot dot, which means dot dot dot. It's Steam compatible. Lol, totally. But again, does that like? Well, What's the actual optimization there? Is yeah. Steam? Yeah, exactly. Thank you very much, Bear, for sm- saying a smarter way than me. Where I'm just like. 
is I'm sure there's a difference. There's a there is a difference between this and the Steam Deck, and will there be some kind of thing where sometimes yeah. it isn't compatible? And blah, blah, blah. I just like will it run on my machine? That's I, all I want to know. I you know my problem with PC gaming and okay, let's be very clear. <laughs> my, we're my stepping <laughs> we're stepping away from the Greg joke character and TikToks, right? My mm-hmm. problem with PC gaming is all the variables. And so I do appreciate having a machine from Steam that I can look at Steam and it will say this will work on Steam Deck. Yeah. I like that. And so adding in another variable of like, well, it's not fully, so will this thing and blah, blah, blah. Like, that's all I'm saying. Take it as you will. Again, you can all, you know. I, I understand what you're saying, Greg. Back to characters, you know, just fuck all you PC gamers, <laughs> all right? I've just said it. But again, yeah, Naughty Dog, I'm glad they're fixing this. They shouldn't have been released in the state. Something else that got lost, I think, in the joke characters last year of like, yeah. well, no, we're on your side, gamers. Like, it sucks that you bought this and it doesn't work, but. We will wait and see as Naughty Dog can do his work on it. Uh, Number six and final on the Roper Report. A new Xbox Remix controller is made from old parts, CDs, and water jugs. Awesome. This is Tom Ivan at VGC. Microsoft has announced the Xbox Wireless Controller Remix Special Edition. Created to celebrate Earth Day this month, Microsoft says this controller features recovered plastics with one-third of it made from regrind and reclaimed materials. Launching on April 18th and available to pre-order now for $84.99, the controller is the result of Xbox exploring ways to use less new plastic and reduce waste when creating accessories. Made partially from old Xbox One controller parts and CDs, it blends various earth tone colors, features a side grip with a topographic uh, texture pattern, and includes a rechargeable battery pack. Wow! Wow. Wow. Hold on. PC gamers, you're off the hook. Let's talk to you fucking Xbots. All right? Wow. How long has the PlayStation been charging your controller for you? While Phil Spencer over there goes, eh, Earth can die for all I care. And you're just shooting double A batteries into the trash can. <laughs> I remove I remove myself from this narrative. <laughs> Because there was one, there was one day where I think I mentioned I'm like, oh yeah, I prefer recharging my PS5 controller over having to get DualSense. Why don't or, you just buy rechargeable batteries? Yeah, you blessing Greg. And it's the, why like, did you fucking include them, Xbox? I'm like, why? I don't, I just don't like buying AA batteries. I don't know, man. I don't we know. like the planet. I don't know. When Ben's my age, I don't want him sitting on a throne or AA batteries. No one ever wanted, you know. Back to the now I remove myself from the narrative. Quote, mixing post-consumer recycled resins with re- and re- with regrind, consisting of previous molded, con- you know, this doesn't matter. We understand already. It's just a, yeah. a thing. Now, this is course, cool. This is really cool. The thing that people throw back, of course, is like, well, how long does your PlayStation controller last? Which is fair. I just want the best of both worlds. It, it, it lasts fine. Yeah. Like, if I can have something that lasts longer and then also recharges, like, that's, that's my dream. That's my First dream off, you're, right all, you're all like, oh, how long does it last? First off, you, you, fuck you. You know you have two. I have two. I'm sitting on the. Do- I have multiple PlayStation Five controllers. I have two sitting on but, the dock. Uh, we're, we're in the privileged places. Those DualSense controllers cost yeah, at least eight hundred dollars. I assure you, I have met the psychotic Xbox fan that is Gary Witta and Mike. And you can act like, oh, we're in a privileged spot. Mike buys everything. No, that's fair. Mike keeps buying Elite controllers for some reason. All right, I guarantee keeps most of these Xbox are looking at it, going, "I'm going to buy a new controller. Oh, it's got a new color. It's Mountain Dew flavor. They're going to buy this goddamn thing." I love the Mountain Dew flavor. Okay, yeah, I love Mike it. is Mike and Gary both very extreme. You know. Listen, Barrett. Yeah. I love you and I respect your opinion. I don't when there's no games coming to your console, you just take that money and you buy controllers. That is what Xbox do. I mean, fair. I'm, I'm not <laughs> you got here. Me, Greg. You fucking got me. <laughs> Blur my face on that one. Bless. Greg. I'm excited to see what these lonely, unwashed Xbox fans <laughs> can buy. 
right, one day, one day on their system. But that Why day's so far Tim? away. Why couldn't Tim be on this website? <laughs> I wanted to see what came to the mom and drop shops today. Where would I go? You would go to the official list of upcoming software across each and every platform as listed by the Kind of Funny Games Daily Show hosts each and every weekday. Out today, Rise to, uh, Creed Rise to Glory Championship Edition is on PlayStation VR 2. Grim Gawar once more is on PlayStation 5, PlayStation 4, and Switch, a game I adored on PS2 when I reviewed it back in the day at IGN. Grim Grimoire? Yeah. Wow, I never heard of that. Yeah, it was ridiculous. Wait, were these not the out today for yesterday? You know? We definitely know? talked about Creed yesterday, but yeah. the rest seemed to be on... The rest Some, sometimes there will be like if there's bleed over yeah because i pull from different sites and so there might just read them and you know yeah. if nobody calls it on you're fine uh hogwarts legacy is on playstation 4 and xbox one meet your maker is on all the playstations all the xbox and pc of course we did a sponsored stream with them today you should go check out uh they just were kind of funny best friends and they're like we want to show the game on your channel so they came and showed it on our channel which was cool but of course it's out today it's also on uh, yes, plus. playstation plus road 96 mile zero is on all the playstations all the xboxes switch and did PC. you know about that Road 96 one, mile, one. mile zero. Yeah, yeah, it's like a prequel to the original Road 96. Yeah. I completely missed that. I didn't. I didn't love Road 96. Mm, okay. Yeah, Janet really did. I didn't. I didn't vibe with me. Uh, Fire Emblem Engage expansion pass Wave Four is on Switch. Uh, pass Part Out Two: The Lost Artist is on PC. The Game of Fortune is on PC, and our. <laughs> Atari Mania is on PS4 and PS5. I laughed because I thought you were putting your hood back up because there was like you knew something was coming I was going to dunk on. No, 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 no. It's like a preemptive hide. <laughs> uh, new dates for you. Quantum Break is leaving Game Pass. Remedy Entertainment tweets, don't worry, Quantum Break will be coming back to Game Pass. Okay. Uh, it is being temporarily moved due to some licenses that expired uh, that we are in the process of renewing. Uh, we will let you know as soon as it is back. Deals of the day for you. Xbox Game Pass games for April have been announced. Loop Hero arrives April 4th on console and PC. On April 6th, you'll get on PC, Everspace 2, and then on console and cloud, Iron Brigade. April 12th, you'll see Ghostwire Tokyo show up on console, PC, and cloud. Uh, April 13th, we'll bring NHL 23 to console. April 18th, we'll see Minecraft Legends on console, PC, and cloud. Uh, April 20th, we'll give you Coffee Talk Episode 2, Hibiscus and Butterfly on console, PC, and cloud. Really like Coffee Talk 1. We'll see what happens here. Uh, then on my birthday, April 27th, you'll get the last case of Benedict Fox on console, PC, and cloud. And then at some point, Homestead Arcana will launch on April, or I'm sorry, on PC in April. I know Tim is very in Barrett sounds like a bit very excited for the last case with Benedict Fox. Looks rad as hell. Yeah. What was that? It said it, it like invokes the vibes of that one game that y'all loved from a couple falls ago. The 2D music musical game. Oh, um where there's this guitar and the cool vibes. Uh yeah. The, and the no that's gameplay. That's not really the vibe that I got from no? it. Because okay. I also wasn't in love with that game either i know what you're talking about yeah it's blanking on me but artful escape artful escape yeah no i, d I don't really get that vibe from it other than gotcha. it's slightly 2d and side scrolly well we'll have to see i, I you know what? i think i made the connection because i think tim said that this might be his artful escape of this year gotcha. i think that's what i'm thinking of uh, we ask you, of course, to be part of the show by writing in for free at kindoffunny.com slash KFGD about the news of the day. <laughs> and, of course, if you want to squat up with some fellow Kind of Funny best friends, Tom does, and he wants to meet you at Star Wars Celebration. Sup, Trogs? I'm going to be at Star Wars Celebration in London this Friday and Saturday and would love to see any KFBFs that are there. I'm a generic white man with a beard, but... 
I'll be dressed as C-3PO, parentheses. Well, I'll have one red arm, but that's good enough, in parentheses. And I have a kind of funny lanyard, uh, if you happen to get that close. Tweet at Jedberg, Jedberg111. That's J-E-D-B-E-R-G-1-1-1. And we'll sort something out. If you're going to London and you're going to Star Wars Celebration, look for Tom and his red arm and hit up Jedberg111. Hell yeah. Is Anthony Carboni going to that? I mean, why are you asking me? I don't know. <laughs> you follow Carboni. I mean, I feel like Barry might be closer to Carboni. Barry, is Carboni going to that? Yeah. We'll check it out. We'll I mean, that seems like something he'd do. It does, right? I, I mean, I feel like he might be the main host. <laughs> I think he might. Yeah, it's usually how it goes, right? Yeah. Carboni. This is just me and him, you know, alternating. D23 oh, and God. Star Wars Celebration. Don't worry you know? about that. No. They say we're twin flames. The Spider Bros. They call you the Spider the Bros. The average guys above, or no, the average height above average guys. It's me and Carboni. We both look good and dress good. He looks better and dresses better, but. Okay, Carboni is going. People are saying he, like, I, I knew he was going, but I didn't know if that was public information. Sure. Well, maybe they just baited you, you dumbass. Did you ever think uh, of that? Wow. They got, oh, they they got you. Got they got you. We have a bunch of corrections that uh, Bander SN corrects his own thing. It says, I was wrong. Last of Us Part 1 is you not on GOG. Like so there you go. You know what I mean? That's how easily you just got baited. Good job, Barrett. You better hope and fucking pray. You know what I mean? They, pray pray for? He, he was tweeting about not being ready for his flight, so. Well, like I said, mm. you better hope and pray. That oh, he's probably on his flight right now. You think so? No. Friday? I mean, if it maybe. Rings, I don't fucking know. If it I rings, I'm probably not. Uh, we ask you if you're watching live, of course, to go to kindoffunny.com slash you're wrong. Keep us honest. Tell us what we got wrong as we got it wrong. Kebabs actually breaks new information to me. Pokemon are technically aliens since the anime revealed they came to Earth via an asteroid. Really? <laughs> I don't think <laughs> it, Anybody, is that true? I, wasn't there like... That well, sounds vaguely familiar. I knew there was a Pokemon god. It was called what? Called Deoxys? Deoxys? Deoxide? Anthony Carboni, you're on Kind of Funny Games Daily. How are you? I'm good. I'm buying a bagel sandwich, Greg Miller. I don't have time to be razzed by you. What's going on? No, there's no razzing. I just want to know, are you going to the London Star Wars celebration? That's the one. Okay, cool. Well, everybody's going to be looking out for you. Jedberg is going to be there. If you see a, a guy with a white, he's white, and he's got a beard and a red arm, that's Jedberg. Okay, okay. So it's, I'm looking for a white guy with a beard at Star Wars celebration. Yeah, yeah, red arm. That'll be the big part. He, if you get close to him, he's, he'll, have a, he'll have a kind of funny lanyard, I think I read, yeah? Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right, all right. Look for yeah, Jedberg. See, I'm going to look for him. All right. Thank you. All right. No worries, man. All right. Bye. Hey, did you know Pokemon are aliens? <laughs> <laughs> Almost got him. Uh, Nano has a bunch of corrections because, of course, Nano's always on top of it. And maybe some additional information more than corrections. Uh, per the Raj Ally announcement, the OS is still in development but can link up with Steam, Origin, Epic, and Game Pass. Okay. Cool. Fuck yeah. Uh, then he says, to clarify, uh, the rechargeable battery in the new Xbox controller is removable and is the same one being sold since the Series X slash S release. It's not built in like the PS5 controller. Uh, that doesn't matter to me. I appreciate I appreciate you giving me more information as long as for once Xbox looks out for Mother Earth rather than poisoning her as they have for several console generations. I'll be happy. Uh, Nana pops in and says, Hogwarts Legacy PS4 and Xbox One were actually delayed to May 5th. It's not out today. And then... Now Nano, oh, I shut off my own computer. Hold on. Uh, Nano's back and says, no, poke, no, Pokemon aren't aliens. Some Pokemons came from space, like Deoxys and Clefairy. That's what I was trying to think of, Deoxys. Clefairy. Oh, and Clefairy. So Deoxys, Clefairies, and Clefairy. No. Yep. And now we will move on to letting you know that the rest of the hosts look like this this week. Uh, Wednesday, Blessing and Mike are going to be hosting. Thursday, Blessing and Tim are hosting. Friday, Tim and Blessing are hosting. You might say, wow. Mike, 
is going to be on Kind of Funny Games Daily. You don't see that often. I wonder where Greg's going to be. I have to go watch Mario. Okay. You okay. Know? I'd you much know? rather hang you out know? and talk video games than go watch <laughs> Mario. And not that I think Mario's going to be a bad movie. It's just like, you know. How dare you? I got to go to movies 9.30 in the morning. Can I even eat popcorn then? I will. This is the year, I will. the year of cinema. All right. You think the video games are exciting this year. Wait till you see Barbie. I'm a Bobby girl. It changed your life. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been Kind of Funny Games Daily. Each and every weekday on a variety of platforms, we run you through the nerdy video games you know about. If you like that, of course, go to patreon.com slash kind of funny. Kevin, the coffee is strong, and it's feeling good, brother. All right? I'm still trying to ride the lightning of the words coming out of my mouth, but I'm feeling it. All right? Uh, of course, patreon.com slash kind of funny would give you each and every episode of Kind of Funny Games Daily ad-free. It would give you the ability to watch us as we record the podcast live a day early before anybody else. And of course... You could get dozens and dozens of bonus content, like Kind of Feudy, which we're recording today, yeah. all over on Patreon.com slash Kind of Funny. I will say, it is a new season of Kind of Feudy, yeah. and we're doing, we're doing something special this season. Okay. Stay tuned for that. I'm going to stay tuned, everybody. Uh, of course, you can get this show for free with ads, YouTube.com slash Kind of Funny, podcast services around the globe. No matter where you choose to support Kind of Funny, maybe you're using that epic creator code. Maybe you're like, subscribe, and sharing. Maybe you're just here live watching with us. We couldn't do it without you, and we thank you for your support. Until next time, I just realized I've been looking at the wrong camera for a while. It's been our pleasure to serve you. <laughs>